Welcome to Not Playing to Win, a board game podcast for nature enthusiasts, tree huggers, and their backstabbing friends. My name is Kate, and with me are two of my best friends, for now, Arizona. Hi. And Sarah. Hello. Today, we're going for a pleasant nature walk to enjoy the majesty of trees, the peaceful sound of the wind blowing through the leaves, the beauty of their branches, their awe-inspiring heights. Actually, that tree isn't as tall as mine, so it's pretty bullshit. You should probably just give up on it for now. What the hell, Arizona? I think it's a nice tree. I still like it. But mine is taking all the light, so that one will never grow as tall, and it basically sucks. Ugh, fine. I'll just go enjoy this nice willow over here. About that. <laughs> what? It's got plenty of light, and look at its beautiful hanging leaves. Yeah, but I'm the only one who's allowed to enjoy willows. See, I have the most willow points. I hate you both so goddamn much sometimes. <laughs> I don't understand why tree games are so mean. <laughs> I feel like there has to be a tree game out there that's like nice and no, not they're all about mean. being a dick to your friends. I mean, we're talking about three tree games today, and all of them are about <laughs> being mean to your friends. So I feel like how many tree games do we have to play before we accept that all tree games are about being tree assholes? Trees are assholes. That's the only thing I've learned about trees from games. I don't know. I maybe we're the assholes, and the trees are nice. I can't accept that trees are assholes. <laughs> I'm too much of a nature lover, I guess. You're right, Sarah. The trees are great because it's fall. They're changing colors. They're so yeah. beautiful. It makes me so happy. Yeah. I feel like you're 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 hating on trees too much. I guess I really just need to be hating on my friends when they're trying to get in the way of my tree enjoyment. I speak for the trees, Kate, and trees are good. I guess the trees are innocent of all this this evil hatred you're putting on them. I guess that's the problem. It's not the trees' fault, it's your friends' fault, and they're ruining your enjoyment of the trees. <laughs> okay, so I guess we should talk about our first game, which today is Arboretum. At least the version that we all have played and know and love is published by Renegade Games. It's designed by Dan Kassar. When you first start out, it's the person who most recently watered a plant that gets to go first, which is a great rule because I have a lot of house plants in my game room, so I can totally just steal this if I want to. I kind of like it because it reminds me that maybe I haven't watered my plants as, as recently as I should have. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, when did I water my plants? Maybe I should do it right now. <laughs> yep, I definitely watered my plants like today when I was rereading the rules for this. <laughs> okay, so it starts out, you got 80 cards. There's 10 different tree species. Each has eight cards. They're numbered one through eight. If you're playing with less than the maximum player count of four, you'll pick a few of those species to remove. I was get rid of the ugly trees. That's what I do. I just pick no. the pretty colored trees to stay All in. the trees are pretty, but I get rid of the ones that aren't the nicest colors. <laughs> yeah, I've, I try to get a good rainbow represented. <laughs> yeah, and then so you shuffle everything to make a deck. Everyone gets a hand of cards on your turn, and then it's just a pretty simple draw two, play one, discard one. You play them into the Arboretum, which is just the area in front of you on the table, and you play the cards to make a lovely path of trees that go in numerical order. They can be placed orthogonally adjacent to other trees, but they don't have to be in a straight line. So you can have some really weird zigzaggy paths, which is nice because mm -hmm. each tree can be included in multiple paths. You can do some kind of weird shit with that. I feel like I always fuck up my paths, though. Like, I want them to be good and perfect and then I always like leave out the one number that I should have to connect and make it all like work really nice. Well yeah I feel like I just maybe don't understand this game good enough. Maybe I don't have a good enough a big enough tree brain to understand how to make the <laughs> nicest path. You're too rooted in your logical uh, your, own, <laughs> your logical outlook Kate. <laughs> so yeah each tree can be included in more than one path but each each species can only have like up to one path that will actually count for scoring purpose. So speaking of scoring, that brings us to the part of this tree game. It is really what I will call the asshole part. Mm -hmm. You can only score a path if you have the highest number card from that tree species remaining in your hand. So not played. You have to save it. Um, if you do have the eight, you'd think that would be great, except that it will count as a zero if somebody else has the number one. 
which they will always try to do because trees do not believe in friendship. <laughs> yeah, and when you when you discard cards, that's where this gets really tricky too because when you draw cards, you can draw from other people's discards. So it becomes this very, very delicate balancing act of trying to keep the cards that are going to help you but not giving people cards that will help them because it's very important to fuck everybody else out of points. Yeah, yeah. I'm never happy with any card that I discard. I'm always like, I need all these cards because either they're good for me or they're good for someone else and I can't let them have it. Yeah, I feel like every single time I take a turn and I get to the discard step, I just want to keep one more card because mm-hmm. I cannot give it to the next guy. Yeah, I think that's the, like that's what makes this game so hard is that like I like agonize over which card to discard. Yeah, that's probably the longest part of the whole game. It's like you play your nice tree and then people start asking you whose turn it is. You're like, it's still mine. I just need to discard. <laughs> but I hate everything. <laughs> I always get stuck on like, I can't decide if I should like play recklessly towards just doing well for myself or like super conservatively towards like keeping cards away from other people that they need. And then I like, I don't know, I never feel like I do like amazing at this game. I end up stuck in the middle because like my tree, my like tree is never like as good as it could be because I'm too busy worrying about everybody else's. I'm always very worried about everyone else. (laughs) Um, As for the bits, this is a nice small portable box because all that's inside is just these cards and a score pad, but they're all very pretty. Um, Mm -hmm. The cards are really a lot of the appeal of this game because the art is so nice. The cards are so pretty. I like the, I don't know, I like all the trees, but I think, I think I like the purple tree the best the yakaranda yakaranda yeah i don't i don't know the names of all the trees but well you need to do more tree studying <laughs> learn up on your tree wisdom i guess so <laughs> yeah i like all the pretty colored ones if you lay these all out on the table you can make like a full rainbow of trees it's awesome oh i was just gonna say i like that in this game there's always one tree though that no one chooses to use there's just one reject tree that just keeps ending up in the discard pile that's like this one species that everyone just hates apparently they all chose this one round Mm -hmm. no one's gonna plant like the blue tree everyone just hates it yeah and like four rounds in you go oh man maybe i should have been collecting that this whole time (laughs) (laughs) but then it's like oh i guess it's too late to start now but then like you look at the discard it's all right there on top and you just take them all out Yeah, the tree illustrations in this game, too, are done by Beth Sobel, who's illustrated a lot of other really pretty games, like Wingspan and Herbaceous. Ooh, I do like both of those games. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's part of why I just want to stare at these cards a lot. And then also the box has the, the box and the card backs have this cool kind of like art deco motif, too, in addition to like the art. So it's just a really nice looking game. Yeah, I like it. I think there was a version before the current version that had different tree art. But it's been sold out for, like, a long time or something. Yeah, I think this is, like, the second, like, version of this game. Um, The one that Renegade did. I think someone else published one. And I don't yeah. know if it was as nice. I think it was Z-Man. I'm pretty sure it was Z-Man. Games yeah, that sounds right. It. Yeah. Um, I don't have it. I, I wanted it for a long time because I had heard how good this game was. But it was sold out for, like, two years. And I could never get it until the reprint came around. But I heard that the art was really cool on that one, too. I don't know how it was different. I would like to see... Dear listeners, if yeah. you've played the Z-Man version of this game, let us know your thoughts. Send us some pics of your cute trees. Pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> Send a, Slide into our DMs with some cute tree pics. <laughs> Show me that trunk. I'm more of a leaf girl myself. <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got nuts on that tree, ooh. <laughs> Okay, the game plays two to four people. I think it scales pretty well because you use more of the more of the different species and therefore more cards mm-hmm. for more people. Have you played with two? I played with two yesterday. Was it mean? It was... Well, I mean, I think it's always mean. <laughs> I actually... I was camping this weekend, so I brought this game with me camping because it's very portable. You can throw it even in, like, your, your pack if you're hiking in. I'm, like, thematically nice. Yeah, it's very thematically nice. So it starts out really nice because you're among the trees, looking at these trees. It's so peaceful, but it got so stressful when I got so <laughs> fucked over that I've turned into, like, a, I turned into a, a literal cartoon person with, like, a red face and steam coming out of my ears. <laughs> I think that I have felt that exact way when playing this game. <laughs> It was the nice thing about playing with two is that I feel like I can at least actually get some points. 
Because a lot of times with, I found that with a four player game, you have so many different people trying to fuck with you that it's really easy to like not score any trees at all or just score really low. I'm pretty sure I'm lucky if I get to score like one of my tree paths when I play this game. Like I'll always have like two to three tree paths, but I never get to score very many of them. Yeah, I've definitely had a lot of zero. Yeah, zero. I feel like my high score on this game is like 18 points or something at most. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like in the high 10s into the 20s are like the highest ones I've seen probably. Which you could theoretically get so many more, but everyone is a fucking asshole. Exactly. (laughs) If I don't get zero, I feel like a winner. Even if I don't win overall, I'm like, I didn't get zero points. I scored a tree. This is amazing. Even if I scored zero points, but I made it so someone else scored zero points, I feel like a winner, which is exactly why I am the tree asshole. It's me. It's you making me score zero points. I mean, I feel like that too, because yesterday when I played, Patty, who I was playing with, only had two different tree species, and one of them, he just did that stupid fucking thing where he got all eight trees, like one through eight, Uh. and therefore got a million points and one overall, but the second tree he had, I stopped him from scoring it, and I felt so good about being so mean. (laughs) Good for you, Kate. (laughs) Because I could have have lost by more, and... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like he deserved it because he yeah. got all eight tree cards yeah. and laid them down. No. What a jerk. asshole! <laughs> I feel I, I never get to like get every single card in a tree series. I I don't know. It just never works out for me. I forgot that it was possible. Yeah, if I'd remembered it was even a thing that maybe he was doing, maybe I should have been like keeping a yeah. better eye out for these maple <laughs> cards. I probably discarded one. Okay, um, Arizona, what's your favorite part of this game? All I can think about is how angry it makes me. Um, (laughs) I really like the art. It's very pretty. I love looking at all the trees. They make me happy. It's soothing Mm -hmm. for how angry I get is that I can just look at the cards and be like, these cards are pretty, though. It's okay. Trees are nice. (laughs) Yeah, it's like such a weird dichotomy that it's so peaceful and beautiful and the art just makes you want to go to your happy place. And then your friend does something and immediately (laughs) makes you rage. Yeah. Or you're sitting there and you know, like, someone's holding on to that one. You have the eight in your hand, but you know it's useless because fucking Sarah has the one in her hand <laughs> and she's not giving it up, even though she doesn't want it, but she wants to fuck you over. So, other than the art, my favorite part is being the tree asshole. Um, I really, really like when I know that I have cards in my hand that someone else needs, like... When they think they've got, like, they've got the eight and they've played the one. So they're like, this eight is worth eight points. I've got the most points. And I'm like, well, they don't know that I have the four and the five in my hand. (laughs) 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 Because they get so angry. (laughs) And I know that this just confirms that I'm a bad person. (laughs) But I like, I like... How good it makes me feel when they're upset. <laughs> I hate you so much. Right I'm sorry, you guys. Me so much. <laughs> it's me. It's me. You're the tree the, asshole. The truth is that all three games we're talking about today, I I'm the one who owns all three of them <laughs> because I like being I like being a jerk about trees. I just can't help it. <laughs> The the title of this episode is now Sarah Colin, the true tree asshole. <laughs> My favorite part of this game is that because it's possible to just get so screwed, much like in uh like Galaxy Trucker and games like that, it's just almost funny how hard you can just fall in your face. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of like leaning into it and having a good laugh at the end. There's, I mean, I don't think there's any other game I've played where I can, like, regularly expect that I might score zero points. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of my games, including this one, I keep all of the used score sheets just in the mm-hmm. box so I could laugh at them later. And there are so many zeros, <laughs> like, throughout <laughs> all these games. There's one game where it was a four-player game and the totals are zero, 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 ten. <laughs> <laughs> so that game also had a definite tree asshole. It was Arizona, though. It was me! I won! <laughs> Yay! I don't remember winning. That's so exciting. <laughs> Any other thoughts about Arboretum? 
I'm never going to play it with Sarah again. No, you have to because <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love this game. I feel like it's so difficult to explain how to play it to someone because it's like such a simple game at like the surface like what you do in the game is very easy but like the scoring is very complicated so trying to teach someone this game you're like oh well you do this and you do this and you can't really explain to them like it's really important that you be thinking all the time about how to be a jerk (laughs) (laughs) and if you don't do that you're not gonna win this game (laughs) never forget that nice people do not win yeah Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just love this game. It's like one of my favorite games. I wish, as usual, I wish that it played five because I wish all games I do five. really wish it played five. And I think it could play five if there was just like another couple of We just need games, more trees. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just need more beautiful trees. They yeah, could make an expansion that's just more pretty trees. And I'd be down for that. So I'm talking today about Bosk. Bosk is from floodgate games it plays two to four players and it says it takes like 30 to 45 minutes the like little flavor text on the box says it's a game of majestic trees and falling leaves and broken hearts (laughs) (laughs) very true i had to look up what a bosk was too i like as i was like writing my notes for this uh for this episode i was like the game is called Bosk, and I was like, what is a Bosk? <laughs> the it's... Bounty Hunter? Do you guys know what a Bosk is? Outside of Star Wars? No. <laughs> no, no. I no. assume it's tree-related. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's like a, a word for, like, a small woods or, like, cops of trees. Oh, Cute. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was thinking it was going to be maybe, like, some sort of... Some sort of nut or like in, or like, you know how like, like, you know, like an acorn or something or like the name for like, you know, there's like a name for like when a tree has like a knot on it. There's like a special oh. name for it. I, there's just so many tree words I probably don't know. It could have been anything really. Disclaimer, we are not tree scientists. <laughs> no. So playing this game, it has, it does have a first player rule, it's whoever most recently visited a national park. So Arizona um, gets to go first yeah, again. Yeah, so if, if you listen to our last episode, the vacation episode, um, Arizona always gets to go first on this because she's visited every national park in the whole wide world and she can go suck a dick. <laughs> Inside a national park. It's <laughs> probably like, I don't know, extra illegal or something, don't you think? <laughs> The hiker token for the start player is a lady, which I thought was pretty neat. But it's kind of sad because all the other all the other parts of this game are pretty much like nice wooden pieces, and the hiker token is a is a cardboard piece, is like a cardboard standee. I was kind of bummed about that. I was like, well, I mean, like the trees and everything are cardboard standees. Oh yeah, but like I can't imagine how they have the trees not. Well, yeah, but like they have like all the little leaf tokens and the squirrels and stuff are wood, and I just think it would be nice if the hiker token was like. Oh yeah, that would be cool. That'd be a fun upgrade to see in the future. But it's pretty it's pretty nice that the hiker's a lady, considering it's the only person in the game. So, yeah. like, 100% ladies. The art on that token is really pretty, too. I like it. Yeah, it is really nice. Mm-hmm. Other than that, how you play the game is you play for a round of seasons. You start in spring. Each player has eight tree standees, um, numbered one through four. So there's, like, two of each value. And you place them on these intersections of trails on the board which is sort of just like laid out like a grid you're basically when you eventually score those in the next season you are looking at like who has the most power in each trail yeah this is another game about people getting all up in your business Mm -hmm. yeah and this is another game about the part of the game where you like place your pieces and stuff is deceptively easy because the part of the game where you score is so important and kind of complicated. Because you can score a lot of points if no one put any other trees in your trail. Yeah. And you might not, since you go both horizontally and vertically when counting the trails, you might not realize, oh, all of a sudden, Sarah had four trails that no yeah. one was contesting her in. So she got all of these points. And you're like, how did I miss that? Yeah. Because you're just going around placing the trees in a circle and not necessarily seeing. Mm-hmm. You just have to be constantly that meme where it's got the math floating in front of your face. I I honestly do feel like that when I play this game. I'm like, (laughs) the graphs are like floating in front of me. It also means like the first like four trees that you place, like everyone's just like, boop, 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 placing my trees. And then like the next four, it's like, 
you're just waiting so long because mm-hmm. everyone's like looking at the board from every single angle like okay where can i place yeah. this to like help me to fuck someone else over uh-huh. and then also those harder. trees stay there for the rest of the game and it like where those trees are kind of like impacts how you can play the rest of the game because i've definitely gotten stuck where like i place my trees in the spring season spring season like too close to the edges of the board and then in autumn when the leaves are blowing according to the wind you're like fucked because you if you're like if your trees are like right next to the board and the wind is blowing in that direction, you have nowhere to send those leaves and you're just like wasting your Yeah, your, your leaves are just blowing yeah. off into oblivion. Yeah. So like it's like such a deceptively easy game in like what you're doing, but it's it's majorly like complicated in terms of my thought process going <laughs> my brain is like working a million yeah. miles an hour as i like look at my like four trees in front of me i'm like oh my god where can i place them yeah because you have to think like eight turns ahead and foresee yeah. every possible outcome and- yeah mm-hmm. also i get so caught up in like i'll be out I'll, like i'll place my trees on this trail and i have like the most power on there and then arizona will come along and place a tree on that trail and like all of a sudden i'm in second place and I get angry and I decide I'm going to I'm going to control that trail and fuck Arizona and I'll get really caught up in that. And then I'll like maybe it's not the best way to play because like maybe if I spread my trees out more, I get more points in the end instead of getting caught up in this land war over trees. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to do last time I played this was to just like spread out my trees. But then the person I was playing with would just come park the trees right next to me. I know. And... Unfortunately, they kind of had a point because, especially in a two-player game, second place is worth points too. So a lot of times it's pretty good to, even if you know you're going to come in second, it's like better to do that than to just let someone Mm -hmm. walk away with the Mm -hmm. uncontested road. And it's frustrating. Back off. (laughs) So yeah, in spring you're placing your trees. And then summer you're scoring your trees. And like Kate was saying, like you get some points for first place, you get two points for first place but if it's uncontested you get three points um and then for second place if you're the only person in second place you get one point if there's a tie you don't get any points um if you're tied for first place you get one point obviously being uncontested is the best but also like you kind of have to go to war for second place if you're playing more than two people because if you like put a tree there and you don't get second place because some other asshole tied you for second place i and you get you get no points and like your tree is like you wasted that tree <laughs> rage <laughs> okay so then in between summer and fall you like you score these points and then um the new start player becomes the person who had the lowest score on that which is kind of weird the thing about the the start player in autumn is that they get to decide where the like wind direction board is placed along the edge of the normal board so they essentially control like which directions the wind is gonna play in but in order to figure out how to put that to your advantage is like high level calculus (laughs) it's like way too difficult to figure out how to play that to like my best my best ability you need a graphing calculator yeah. If you play with four people, like, if you play with just one other person, it's a little bit easier because you can be like, okay, I can That's see true. the numbers of this one other person. But if you play with four people, you have to kind of, like, decide which person you want to screw over to, like, yeah. plot against. Because you can't, like, decide, like, all four people how you can, like, maximally hurt all of them while ho- helping yourself, yeah. yourself at the same time. Maybe the best thing is just to look at yourself and see what helps you and not worry about them. But I don't know. It just, just feels like, like you should... I know. I, well, as you know, I get all of my joy out of being a tree <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so, like, I have to think about how to fuck over everyone else. That's just who I am. <laughs> but anyway, for autumn, you are... Your trees are dropping their leaves and they the leaves blow in the direction of the wind so for each of like the eight turns of the round your the wind is blowing in a different direction and the first four turns the wind direction is also accompanied by like which number tree you have to to do maybe the first one is like you have to let one of your number one trees drop their leaves in like south direction not that that's how you would think about that because i don't have like a compass rose on my table when i'm playing board games but um sarah south is down i guess (laughs) i i guess (laughs) i don't know then everybody gets to take their own separate turn and on your turn you pick one of uh your eight leaf tiles that you have 
Um, and the eight leaf tiles have numbers on them, two through eight, or a squirrel. <laughs> and the numbers are how many leaves you get to drop, and the squirrel is you get to place a squirrel. And the squirrel is, like, the ultimate asshole move. When you place the squirrel, you, like, cover all the other tree, uh, all the other leaves that are down, and, like, nobody else can ever place a leaf there. And, yeah. Yeah, someone has a beautiful leaves, and your squirrel just walks up and goes, nope! I mean, squirrels probably are huge assholes, so I think it's, like, a good... Oh, squirrels are tremendous Yeah, it's a good assholes. fit for, like... There's- which which thing they picked. <laughs> it, it does accurately portray how I feel about squirrels in real life. Which is, oh, you're you're so, so cute. You're so cute. What are you doing? Why are you in my plant? No, squirrel, don't do that. Why the fuck that? did you eat one bite of my tomato and then leave it on my doorstep for yeah. me? No. <laughs> like it's the horse head in The Godfather. <laughs> Vendettas against squirrels aside. Like... This part of the game is, like, a little bit difficult to explain without, like, seeing it. Because you get to, like, place your leaves out on the grid in a certain fashion. Like, you get to pick the first three, like, from the first three squares in front of your tree, you pick one of those and you can put a leaf down. And then from in front of that leaf, you can pick the three squares in front of that and put a leaf down. And then it, like, goes off and on, like, way off into the distance. So if you, like, place eight leaves, you can, like, cover the whole board in leaves and it's awesome. As, like, more leaves go down from other people, uh, you need to, like, cover those leaves, and however many leaves there are in the stack that's not yours costs one of your leaves to place. So, like, you could have, like, eight leaves, but if you're trying to cover other people's leaves, you might only get to place, like, four of them. Leaves are like a currency in this game. (laughs) Essentially, this part of the game is, like, an area control. There's, like, sections of the board. They're all different colors um, and, like, different landscape. And you score, you will score points in winter on how much of that area you controlled. And it's hard. It's, like, super hard, this part of the game, because you have to think about, like, you don't, have to just think about like what you want to do this turn you have to think about like what directions the wind is going to blow in the future and like what you might be able to do with your leaves on those turns and then decide how many leaves it makes sense to play or whether it's time to play your squirrel and it's just complicated it's complicated and the whole time you're stressing out over what somebody else is going to do and if their leaves are going to get in your way It's like a weird, deceptively complicated game, I feel like. Then at the end of autumn, you have winter. And for winter, you you score the the areas instead of like the grid. And first place gets five points. If you're uncontested, you get eight points. And I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anybody get an uncontested area. I've seen lots of people get uncontested trails in the, in the summer season, but never an area in the winter. Maybe with two. I got, I got one once. Yeah. Playing in a two player game. I did it once. Just one area. It's so, it's so easy for people to just drop one leaf in your way. It's so easy for people to just get one leaf. And it's really hard because like you have some control over how like where you place the leaves but you can't just like randomly place the leaf wherever you want like if it's not close to one of your trees you're just screwed you know so like it's hard to cover other people's leaves sometimes second place gets three points or one point if there's a tie for second and a tie for first gets four points so it's more points than the other round it's rough i feel like (laughs) i feel like my brain is like working overtime on this game trying to like it really is for for one thing it's hard to uh it's hard to place everything and like figure out how you're gonna win but it's also real hard to do the math on this one (laughs) i'm like counting i'm like okay you know Arizona won and got five points, and then Kate and me each got sec- like tied for seconds. So we each get one, and like you're counting with your like little leaf token, and you're like, this is like two hundred. Yeah. So seven plus six carry the leaf, and then it's just points win. I don't like so apparently if there's a tie, the person who is closest to the start player wins that tie, which is such a that's a boring that's bullshit. So rule, boring. Right? <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring up the tiebreaker rule from Arboretum, which we should just. We we should instate this tiebreaker yeah, rule every in every game <laughs> because it's fun. There's one regular tiebreaker rule for that one where it's uh-huh. just like whoever has the most species. But if it's still a tie, then all the tied players go plant a tree and whichever tree is tallest after five years <laughs> I like that. Is the I winner. think we should just like retcon Bosk to have that as their tiebreaking <laughs> game because like, yes. you know, it doesn't, it's not any more satisfying <laughs> than, than the actual No, it's not. And like, it's a lot funnier. So... <laughs> And if you felt strongly enough about it to, like, actually go do it, that would be hilarious, right? 
It would be, yeah. Yeah, I just feel like even if, if I won by the way of the tiebreaker, I wouldn't be satisfied, even if I, like, yeah. technically yeah. won the game. In terms of, like, the bits and stuff, uh, this box has, like, nice organization. It Each each of your four, like, color tokens comes with, like, a little cardboard box to put all the pieces in, which is nice because then, like, you don't have to, like, disassemble the trees or anything to get it to lay flat. And setting it up is so easy because everyone picks a color and you just give them their box and all their stuff is in that box. Um, I like the color. I Some people I've heard don't like the colors. So the colors are red, orange, yellow, and purple. They're so um, fall and nice. They're per- I feel like they're perfect. I like Yeah. I like and dislike it because it's fall colors and purple. It's like <laughs> Arizona in the autumn. I feel like they, they put purple in there because they're like, no one's going to want to play brown. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, I I think it would have been fine to do brown as a color, but um, I mean, it's a little weird that there's no green because it's that's about true. leaves. You could have still, especially like you know, maybe there's like an evergreen tree, but I guess then they don't drop their leaves. So I oh, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I like the colors. I think they're like different and nice, but um, I've heard that some people think that they're all too like similar. So then it's harder to look at the board. I don't know. Oh, I thought it's really pretty. And I yeah. feel like when they're all, all the colors are out there, like in a four yeah. player game, I think it looks very pretty. I, I do too. I like it anyway. Um, I don't know. I think, I think the, the bits are pretty nice. Like the leaf, the leaves that you scatter are all, um, wood tokens and your squirrel is a wooden token. We got an upgraded squirrel when we bought this at Gen Con, which is just a bigger, <laughs> a bigger, better squirrel. It's a bigger, better squirrel because it has, I mean, one, it's bigger and therefore better, but also it's got the squirrel picture printed yes. on it. So yeah. it's extra it's cute. cute. Um, I, I like the normal squirrel tokens too that come with it, like regular. And as ter- in terms of like a an upgraded piece like I don't think like the big squirrels are like necessary or anything but I do like them <laughs> it's not like it comes with like a bad squirrel piece it still comes with like a, a wooden squirrel piece oh yeah normally the nice the nice the normal pieces are nice wooden squirrels mm-hmm. too this is just a bigger more badass squirrel yeah and it feels like when you sit him on top of a pile of leaves <laughs> feels very satisfying <laughs> like you're like a Godzilla squirrel coming to yeah. wreak havoc he's really just like crushing your opponent's dreams in addition to their leaves i've played this game a few times um but i've never played with two and i don't know how dickish it would get with two people <laughs> i think it it's would still get pretty, pretty dickish yeah. with two yeah you use a different side of the board so the board is smaller um so i f- like per person you're still fighting over kind of the same amount of territory so i think it's actually pretty similar it's just you you have one specific person yeah at whom to point your rage yeah. you're not distributing it le- evenly among all of your friends the first time I played this, I think it was with you two, right? And, uh, and Patty. Oh, and Patty. And Arizona seemed pretty angry at <laughs> okay. me at the end. In my defense, <laughs> you told me afterwards, you're like, yeah, I decided at some point <laughs> that I was going to destroy you, that you made me angry and that I wanted to go after you. I don't know what you did or if you did anything, but I decided that you directly were my opponent. <laughs> you're right. I remember that. I- I don't know. I think, I think what happened is like you, you put like one leaf in a territory that I wanted, and then I decided that like it I had was, to be destroyed. You had to be destroyed. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Like, so my first time playing I'm this, the problem. It's, it's the first time playing this, it's not. I I still liked the game, but I also like hated it in yeah. the sense it made me. It filled me with a lot of rage. Yeah. Had a lot of the blood rage kind of going on. But then we played it again as a three player. And I think one, also I understood it better. I'm Mm -hmm. almost positive I still lost. But I at least felt like I had more control over what I was doing. And that like, I at least, or maybe Sarah just wasn't personally targeting me that time. So it didn't feel as (laughs) as assholey. You know, I think I was still targeting you the second time. I was like, I remember being unreasonable about Arizona last time, and I'm gonna be okay. I'm not gonna be a dick. And then, and then at some point, Arizona was in my way for something, and I was just like, I'm sorry. I just have to do it. I just have to be a dick. And so I was mean to Arizona again. I'm the problem. I know. All right. So uh, favorite parts, um, Kate. The squirrels. Mm-hmm. I like the squirrels. I love them. Mm-hmm. I should come up with names for them. I haven't yet, but they're cute and they're my pals. <laughs> I actually really like the wooden leaves. 
Yeah, like, they're nice. I like spring and summer because I can just sit there and touch the little wooden leaves and I like to stack them up into little piles and yeah. I don't know I just really like touching them a lot yeah. they make me happy oh I forgot one thing I was going to say about the leaves so the little wooden leaves um, like when you're playing them you have those tiles that say like numbers 2 through 8 we counted last time and this game comes with exactly the number of little wooden leaf tokens that you need in order to play wow. which I admire I guess from like a setup point of view it's like really nice that you don't have to like take any out but it scares me as a, a board game owner. if you lose a <laughs> leaf if i lose a leaf then it's like it could actually have like a detrimental effect on how i play the game <laughs> um so i just thought i'd mention that <laughs> like only exactly don't be careful with your leaves don't get mad and like flip this board <laughs> tell floodgate that like they'll make sure to like have like a like little expansion that's just a bunch of leaves that they can throw, yeah. like just in case to just people. In, just in case, <laughs> in case you got too mad and threw some leaves all over. Um, my favorite part, I think, is I think it's the squirrels too. But I like I like how when you play a squirrel, it feels real powerful. You could have a stack of leaves like four deep, and it would normally cost you so many leaves to put a leaf on there and get control of it. But instead, you just put your squirrel down, and you're like, yeah, that squirrel is a king. Fuck you. <laughs> feels, fuck this pile of leaves in particular. It feels real good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about photosynthesis. It's published by Blue Orange. A uh, very simple point to this game is to have the most trees go from seeds to the end of its life cycle, which we always call it retiring. Which I looked in the book mm. and they don't call it retiring, but I don't know why. Oh, do they call I, it any? What do they call it? They just say it like you end its life cycle. And I think my cousins, when I first learned to play this, tell me like, oh, you let your tree retire. And I always thought of it as you're killing your tree at the end. But like, I thought retiring was nice. I feel like saying it ended its life cycle sounds like you're just like saying a nice way of being like it died. died. Like saying it retired is just like... You know, it's gonna go. You bought a vacation home in Boca. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought the forest was getting too crowded, so I wanted to go to a more peaceful location. It it diminished into the west. <laughs> I don't think ants were allowed into the west, but they were in this game (laughs) they could just walk honestly they just go on the bottom of the ocean and walk they're like the most powerful things in lord of the rings (laughs) everyone has their their trees and they get seeds small trees medium trees and big trees and as the game goes there's two parts to each phase which is the photosynthesis phase or the collecting light points and then the life cycle phase where they get to take actions using those light points so light points are got because there's this little sun that fits nicely into the corner of the board and it travels around the board. It makes its rotation around. It makes three rotations and that's the whole game. How you get light points is where the sun shines and hits the trees. Whatever trees it hits will give you points. And the asshole part comes from the fact that you can block people with your trees. Mm-hmm. If you have a big tree, it blocks like three squares behind it. So your big tree can block someone's little tree, so now they don't get a light point, and um, light points are like the action currency, so you're taking away their ability to do things on their turn. So that's how you block people, and (laughs) it can be really upsetting. (laughs) Yeah, this part... It just really hits me on a personal level as a person who is not very tall. <laughs> because I just feel like every time I go to a concert or something and there's this giant tree of a person standing in my way. <laughs> what, like your boyfriend? Just... <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to have the same experience just because I'm small. Doesn't mean I'm less important. I do. Oh, I get so, I get, I'm short too. And I get so mad at people at concerts. I'm like, if you're tall, you should stand in the Cause, back. Cause, like in this game, if you're a small tree standing in front of the big tree, both of you will get light. Yeah. So both of you can enjoy yes, the show. Exactly. If it was like that. Yeah. But instead, that asshole big tree, or someone who's tall like me, is going to stand in front of you and block it. <laughs> so you get no enjoyment, and I get full enjoyment. Yeah. You're a dick. <laughs> you're, you're a tall tree woman, and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Blocking my light. <laughs> So, like, the way 
that it's supposed to work then is that since the sun rotates is that hopefully, you know, you won't be blocked each round. Mm-hmm. So you'll get light points as the sun moves, like from different angles. Of course, where your tree retires at the end of its life, you get more points. So if your tree retires way at the edge of the board, you know, you're guaranteed, your, your tree's there, you're guaranteed to get light points like mm-hmm. most of the time. But it's like you get... Well, yeah, the- retiring to Hawaii is better than retiring to Florida is better than retiring to Minnesota. Exactly. <laughs> So the outer edge is going to be Minnesota, <laughs> and the inner edge is going to be, like, Hawaii. But in the very center of the circle, it's very easy to that tree to never see the light of day. But, like, you'll get the most points if you're able to retire on that center thing. Or usually what happens is there's one person who puts a seed there right away, and they just let that seed sit there the whole game. Mm-hmm. So, like, no one gets to enjoy it, and they get to block everyone. That yeah. happens. Jerks. Quite a lot when I play this game. So during so then you do the photosynthesis of getting light points, and then when you get to take your actions, you use that light point currency to either, like, buy trees, because you have to buy the next size up. So you have to either buy more seeds, buy more small trees or medium trees or large trees, or you're going to plant them, or you grow it up to the next size, or you retire it. And it all costs this currency, which you can, like, save throughout the rounds, because sometimes if you're only getting, like, three points around because, like, Sarah's blocking you with everything that she's doing, then you have to, like, wait a while before you can do anything. Yeah, I never feel like I have enough light points in this game. No. And I've played it with some people who max it out, because I think you can get up to, like, 30 or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how do you have 30 life points i have four i think i've gotten close before i think i've gotten to like 28 or something life points but or light points is it life points or light points light light points but even then i still felt like because you only you're only gonna get that many points like maybe like once or twice in the Mm -hmm. game and then like you're gonna be back down to like getting like five points so it's like i can't do as many things as i want (laughs) yeah and you get the bigger your tree is the more points you get from the sun for mm-hmm. it but like you don't want to keep that big tree there forever because you yeah. get way more points for retiring it yeah. so and more points for retiring it early right because like yes. the retirement points go down as other people they do. take them you get like a stack of them and like as more people do it the lower value points they get so mm-hmm. you're trying to like do all these things kind of quickly too but it can be hard if people are yeah. blocking you and you try to and again, the sun rotating after it reaches the end of the three, then it's over. And it's like, I only retired one tree this whole game. Yeah, or, I think I make it to like two or three. Yeah, you could look at it as I only murdered one tree only this game. Tree. <laughs> I only... I prefer my trees alive. I only Thank killed you. my one tree this game. I at least like the trees. So I've done fun things because like the trees come in little, mm-hmm. our little wood, our little cardboard standees, and they are like the different sizes. So when I first started playing this game, I didn't really understand how the sunlight worked. Yeah. I now it, I feel like it's like I'm stupid that I didn't understand that it follows the rows it's, and like there's arrows that like make it clear. Because when I think about like a sun shining, I think about it as like raying outward, sort of like in like a triangle way instead of just like straight ahead. So like that, like mentally, I had like a mental block about that. I had a mental block too. So what I did actually was I used a little flashlight on my phone and Ah! held it where the sun was. And I could see the shadows on the trees that they made across that's the floor. That's such a good idea. And that's brilliant. I feel like it would look so cool if, like, someone engineered, like, you know how, like, there's those old-timey um, uh, solar system models where, like, all the planets, like, move around the sun oh, yeah. when you spin it? Oh, yeah. Like, it would be cool if you had, like, one of those, like, for the sun and it, like, went around. Yeah. It helped me, though, to have that. Someone image. make this yes. and gift it to me. Someone who's <laughs> a mechanical engineer. Yeah. I bet you could get... That. I bet somebody who's, like, real smart could get it so that the, the light shines at the right like angle and intensity that it actually casts the shadow the right number of spaces too oh yeah that would be harder this kind uh, yeah. of just more gave me the idea of like yeah this is how light but think about how, how cool the light that would be if it, if it did that but i'm not i'm i know that's <laughs> i need somebody more uh mathematically inclined yeah. engineering inclined i don't know so about the trees there's four different ones color wise blue yellow green and orange i did an internet search i already knew blue was a blue spruce because that one's pretty obvious to me but i had to look up the other ones because i can't recognize their seeds yeah. based off of them and they're like oh an acorn is obviously from an oak tree and i was like that okay. one i knew i knew the oak because it has a an acorn and like the the spruce has a pine cone right yeah it has a yeah. pine cone and then the green is a maple, maple which i think leaf, is leaf the like little wind spinning the thingies. little wind spinning yeah yeah it's like helicopters, helicopters yeah. yeah yep and yeah. the orange there was some debate on the internet and they decided it was a basswood 
a tree? What's the like seed symbol? It for looks that like one? like almost like little berries. Hmm. Like I don't, together I, kind I don't of know thing. if I've even ever heard of a basswood in real life. But then again, I'm not not like great with my trees, honestly. Like I in the wild, I can probably like tell you if something is like a fir tree. And I got like oaks and maples down for the most part, and that's it. I got like you can tell this is a birch tree because of the way it is. Yeah. Yes, I could tell mostly a birch tree. I can yeah. tell a blue spruce. It's terrible because I like I like trees a lot and I wish that I knew like how to identify them. And I've even gone so far as to like get a book that was like, here's how you identify trees. And then I was like, wow, this is hard. <laughs> I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, Monty, Monty Python taught me how to recognize various types of trees from quite a long ways away. But that was mostly just a larch. <laughs> and there's no larch. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a larch tree in real life, so I don't know if that would work for me. <laughs> So maybe if there was a larch in this game, I would nail it. What I think is cute about the little trees is that there's little animals hidden in them. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. There's like a little fox, I love those owl. animal friends. Mm-hmm. I forget all the animals, but if you're like... There's gotta be a squirrel, them, probably, There's right? probably a squirrel. Yeah. I remember the fox and the owl the best. Mm-hmm. I think it's because those are the colors that I usually play as, and those are the ones that are there. Yeah. But I just like looking at the little trees and looking at the little hidden they're very cute. animals inside of them. The art overall, you just had like the trees, and yeah. I think they're very pretty. Mm-hmm. It's nice to look at. It's a pretty game, but like it doesn't have like a lot of... Um, it doesn't have like cards or anything so like the no. art is limited in what like it yeah. it has on it's it it's like limited to the trees because the yeah. board itself actually isn't I mean it has like various shades of green yeah. to tell the different regions but it's not that exciting so mm-hmm. it's all about the trees and the trees are very good though yeah. so I like that about them the trees are good the trees are really good I like them a lot um, as far as like uh, overall playability it says 2 to 4 players 45 to 60 minutes it actually kind of does take that long it takes longer always than I think it does I think it's because of I think it can vary on how many light points people get because it can how long yeah. their actions take each time but it, with the sun rotating around each time it kind of seems to take yeah. about I end up thinking minutes. a lot during this game and then things take longer than I guess I expect them to. Yeah. I mean, that's my case with all of these tree games, though. Oh, yeah. All these yeah. games, like, look like they could be really short, fast games, but they actually take, like, they. I mean, they're not long games. They take, like, 30 to 45 minutes for all of them, I think, right? But, like... Yeah, each one of them would take yeah. probably 10 minutes if you didn't have to, yeah. like, really deeply analyze but your have decisions. To yeah, but I got... I get I get so into them yeah. that it doesn't really, like, feel like the game takes a long time. I, like, at the end of the game, I'm always like, oh, it took us how long to play the game? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> And with this one, you would think that with two players, you'd be less in each other's way. In a sense, you are, but it lets you build more trees. And then when they are in your way, it's obnoxious. But I'd say for this one, compared to like the other two games, I had, if I'm remembering, I had less rage at Sarah at the end of this one than like <laughs> the other two. Why is it always me? Why is it always got <laughs> I me? Play, I play the most, I play the most clear <laughs> games with you. So you're most directly complained. <laughs> it's and true. you are the true tree asshole. I'd say that this is the game where I'm least asshole-ish mm-hmm. of the three because it's a little bit more nebulous about being a dick to people mm-hmm. like I'm not necessarily out to be a dick to you all the time I'm just like I'm growing my tree and maybe in the process of growing that tree there's like an, a- an opportunity to <laughs> you know throw a little shade your way <laughs> <laughs> I agree that this game, like, a lot, to, I mean, I usually don't do well at this game. Maybe this is the problem, because I'm not, I'm usually, like, I want to grow my trees and have my trees do well, and I'm not usually caring as much about what other people are doing. Yeah. If I happen to block them, you know, all the better. But, like, <laughs> that's not my goal in this game. My goal isn't as much directly to heart, mm-hmm. to hurt everyone else around me. It's more like, I want to do my thing and grow my own beautiful trees. I, I don't know, this... This game does give me a little bit of tree rage still, but uh, it's a little bit more zen than the other two, I think, in how... Yeah, because this one, I feel like people are accidentally being mean to me, yeah. and not like in Arboretum, where they're doing it sort very of, deliberately oh, yeah. and very sort much Sort of on like purpose. real tall people. I'm like, you can't help that you're tall. It's <laughs> fine. But like, maybe you don't have to be so tall around me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you could just like crouch a bit. <laughs> With four people, this game is... I kind of like it a lot with four people. It's crowded. I mean, it it's crowded. crowded. Yeah. It, the board gets crowded, which is an interesting challenge to mm-hmm. it. Because it's like, there's no space for me to put my stuff. Yeah, but it looks really nice because you have all those trees and it looks like a nice little wood. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing is that it looks nice. Like, aesthetically, you're like, look at all these different kinds of trees that really fill up the board. It looks yeah. so pretty. Favorite part, Sarah. The art is real good and I love I love picking my tree, but I think my actual favorite part is... um. <laughs> When you get to lay a seed, 
I, that's not the right way to say that. Plant? Would you plant a seed? <laughs> yeah. Is laying in it. <laughs> yeah, when you plant a seed, like it gets to move, I think like two, up to two spaces away from the tree that you sort of like cast it from. And I just always, in my mind, it makes like a little springy noise when you like, <laughs> the tree, when the, when the seed goes out, it's like, and it goes out to the other, to whatever spot you put it in. <laughs> That's just me, though. <laughs> I mean, it's all of us now. <laughs> Kate, do you have a favorite part? The actual tree standees, I love mm-hmm. so much. They're, I mean, they're kind of similar to the ones in Bosk, but this game came out first. So I just kind of remember the first time I saw this game being so excited that it had those 3D tree standees. And so it's still exciting to me to be able to like, well, touch Well, this one, that too, the, the, like, the different species of trees are different shapes, which is pretty neat like bosk the trees are different colors but they're all the same yeah i do like, like that bosk are just the this colors one, like, yeah bruce bruce is um you know like a triangle-y <laughs> it's like a triangle christmas tree shape <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. they just look all so nice together i really like oh, the animals. plus the hidden animals i really like i have a feeling of accomplishment when i get to grow up my tree oh, i feel yeah. like it's nice when i get to like replace the little seed with the little tree and then to get the medium tree and the big tree but then I feel bad when I I always retire. feel bad I always feel bad when I retire my tree I'm like I'm sorry you grew to be a, such a good boy a, a big yeah. big tree I'm so proud of you but like you have to die now I'm like <laughs> yeah I like to tell it like you did such a good job tree now you get to go take a break It's time again to visit the big board of board games, our running list of the games we've covered and how they compare in terms of complexity and weight, as was voted by our fellow gamers on BoardGameGeek.com. I don't think I have any idea. This is an important thing to me because I really have board game moods and sometimes I do just feel like that game is too hard. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to play it right now. So now I I have this nice list. Um, I will make this nice and easy for you guys and say that all three of the games that we did today are very close together. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me too much. So they're all going to go right next to each other on the board. So we currently have A Feast for Odin, Blood Rage, Parks, and Takedo on there. So where do you think, like, what slot all three of these babies are going to go into? I think they're going to go... What's the order? A Feast for Odin is the biggest, heaviest boy, then Blood Rage, then Parks, then Takedo is our wee babe. I think they're going to go between Takedo and Parks. Sarah? (sighs) I'm thinking they're definitely above Takedo, but maybe they're also above Parks. I want to put them above Parks. Ding, 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 ding. I feel like it's very fitting because they have so much in common with both Parks and Blood Rage. Because it's about pleasant (laughs) nature and also (laughs) anger. I don't know. I guess I I felt like they fit there because I have to think so much playing. Yeah, I think that's it too. I kind of thought they'd be really light at first, just because the Mm -hmm. rules are pretty easy to glance. Like the score, the rule book for Arboretum is teeny tiny. But yeah, there's just so much brain work you have to do there. Yeah, I mean, like Parks has like a lot of things you can do, but like I don't have to like mentally sit there and be like, if I do this, will it end up being like that? And like blah 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 in my head when I play that game and this one. The all three of these I have yeah. to be like. Yeah. They're, so they're all pretty thinking. close. Do you guys have mm-hmm. a, a guess about like which one is the the highest or lowest? Oh the highest. I think I wanna go with Bosque as the highest, then Arboretum and then Photosynthesis is the lowest. And I wanna say Arboretum is the highest and Photosynthesis is the lowest. Arboretum is actually the lowest at two point one six. Really? Then our has got 2.16. Above Parks was an even two. Then we've got Photosynthesis at 2.28. And then Bosk, the biggest tree boy, <laughs> still very close though at 2.33. So okay. they're right there in the middle of our board. I'm surprised at Arboretum being the lowest because I feel like it's so complicated. I feel like of... I have to spend a lot of time. It's the discard where I'm sitting there yeah. like, oh God, I can't make this decision it's yeah, so I can't hard. discard this because someone else will take it maybe some people who voted on it were taking the physical weight into account <laughs> <laughs> I'm so small yeah it's light <laughs> All right, so before we wrap things up, I'm going to uh, ask another fun question for you guys to weigh in. And then uh, anyone else who has strong feelings about this can shoot us an email with their thoughts. With with a theme of this, uh, these assholes and this dickery, what is the longest you guys have ever stayed mad at someone in real life for something that they did to you in a game? 
I don't know how long it is, but I'm pretty sure Sarah would win this. I am. I feel like I'm still holding grudges for people <laughs> about things <laughs> that they do in game. Like, I can't name a certain thing that anyone's done like right now. But I think if you like brought a game to a table with like the right person who did something bad to me, I would remember it and be like, oh, "It's on. It's, I'm coming back for you <laughs> this time." <laughs> um, but I do remember like. Back in college, we used to play Risk. Oh God! Um, no, it was Risk twenty twenty two ten. The future, future Risk, future, future space. It's risk. not twenty twenty because that's like right now. <laughs> that's right now. next yeah. year. Twenty two ten. Okay, twenty two ten. And I'm pretty sure there was a time when I was doing super well at that game, and I was like dominating the board, and someone was on the moon, and they weren't doing very well. I don't remember who it was. I'm I sure it was. I don't know which one of you it was. It was definitely <laughs> Could have been one of one of it was one of you two or maybe like Patty. <laughs> um but like someone wasn't doing well and they had like a lot of stuff going on on the moon. And so they decided, as you can in that game, to just nuke the moon and have it <laughs> crash land into Earth. And they destroyed pretty much everyone on <laughs> everyone I would do. on like in my territories. My board was just like wiped clean essentially. And it made me so angry. And the thing about that game is like you don't get to stop when like you know you're gonna lose, lose. But like you're you've you've still got dudes on the if, as long as you've got dudes on the board, you have to keep playing. And like I went from having like, you know, a million guys to having like three holdouts, and then everyone's like, Well, Sarah's not gonna win, so we won't like challenge her for those areas, but we're just gonna let her suffer for the rest <laughs> of the game. Uh, and with that game it's like still could be like an extra hour or two <laughs> yes yes uh, the fact that i still remember it and it's been a good 10 years means that i was i was probably so angry at you guys for so long i imagine i didn't talk to anyone for the rest of the night <laughs> i usually my anger is usually the game or sometimes like the night yeah you're looking at me like you're mad at me like it's gonna be me it's that you were mad at <laughs> A lot of times it's you. <laughs> now, the true tree asshole, Sarah. I, I know. It's usually there. I remember, actually, I'm just thinking how just recently I was playing Azul with Sarah. <laughs> and how she was, I was a dick. being I was a dick. such a dick. Like, and how angry it made me. And obviously it still made me a little angry. Like, I kept picking tiles in such a way that, like, Arizona had, like, um her last row that's, like, the hardest to fill in Azul. Like, she had, like, one or two tiles left to get it full until she could, like, you know, clear it. And I kept making it so that she couldn't do that. And so she was never able to, like, get a tile in that last mm -hmm. row for, like, more than half the game. And Yeah, and I lost by, like, 30 points. And I was just, oh, it made me so angry. But, you know, it was really, really satisfying for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's, like... An hour or two after the game is like my rage. Yeah, that's um, very rarely does it go longer than that. I can hold a grudge, unfortunately. I yeah. don't like that about myself, <laughs> but like it's a it's maybe a good thing that I'm the asshole because if someone else was the asshole to me, I'd be mad about it for forever. forever. So <laughs> better to have it be to someone that can let go of that rage. I feel like I can generally let go of the rage pretty well, since again, I don't really give a shit about winning. So if I'm mad, I'll probably only be mad mm -hmm. for like five minutes. But it was like two months ago or something. We played Secret Hitler with our friend Olivia, <laughs> and she did me such a heckin' bamboozle <laughs> that I can just <laughs> not bamboozle. let go. <laughs> Like, I still love her and can be friends with her and can be cordial to her, but I will never forget Olivia, what she if you're did. listening to this. <laughs> no one will I ever will forget. I will never forgive you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, those, those like, secret role games have a way of really <laughs> bringing out the, <laughs> the mistrust in your friends. <laughs> well, that's all for now. Please give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at NotPlayingToWin. Check out our blog at NotPlayingToWin.wordpress.com. We'll post episode notes there, as well as some fun links and ideas to host your next themed board game night. I'll probably put some cool playlists up for your tree asshole evening. And I'm thinking maybe even like a cocktail recipe or something, because tree-related stuff tastes nice. If we got anything wrong in this episode, or you just have something fun to add, send us a message, notplayingtowin at gmail.com. 
And until then, go plant a tree and then play a board game next to it. It'll be rad. Bye, everyone. Bye. We're so sorry to leaf you. <laughs> Sarah, that was terrible. <laughs> I felt like I didn't get enough tree funds in on this on this episode. I should have been you were like so making, restrained. I should have had like a cheat sheet of of puns written down. <laughs> Well, now you know for later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. Not playing to win. <laughs>